people are really craving that human connection and just that visual of seeing another human being and being able to connect with them. And doing that through video is a perfect way to connect with your ideal customer. Welcome to the Success Club, the podcast where we delve into all things business, marketing, mindset, and how to succeed as an entrepreneur. I'm your host, Shakira Jade multiple seven-figure business owner and business coach with a passion for helping people succeed and blaze their own trail in business. If you are ready to up-level your skills, your mindset, and step into your next level self, then you've come to the right place. Think of me as your business bestie as we navigate the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and life. Each week, I'll be taking you through business strategies, along with resources and actionable steps so that you can make your wildest dreams a reality. I invite you to be a part of the Success Club by subscribing to this podcast so that you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for pressing play today. And now let's get into it. Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Success Club podcast. I'm so glad you're here joining me today. Today's topic is going to be all about how to be more confident when you show up on video. And this is something that I spoke about earlier this morning on a podcast interview that I did. And it's definitely something that I used to struggle with a lot. I really found it hard to show up on video and To be honest, I still find it a little bit hard at times, but I have gotten a lot better at it and I'm way more confident and it's also a lot easier than it used to be. So I want to share with you guys all of my best tips and tricks for how to show up on video so that you can get those videos coming so that you can grow your business and get more exposure. And I'm going to go through everything with you today. So stay tuned. It's going to be a good episode. Now, I want to take you guys back a little bit. As you guys know, I've had my business for 16 years and I had my business as social media was starting to become a thing. So I feel like when social media first started coming around, I would actually get up and go on video and it almost didn't seem that hard because it was such a new thing. It didn't seem like there was that much pressure. It seemed like this really kind of natural thing that you would just do, just jump on and record a video and talk about your thoughts and all that kind of thing. And then I feel like as social media has evolved, it's become so much more pressure. There is so much more polished posts out there. There is a lot more, I guess, people watching and there's a lot more expectations, I feel like, than there used to be back in the day when social media first came about. I do think that we are sort of starting to revert back a little bit to that where polished posts aren't as popular. The more organic real posts are what is really popular, especially on TikTok and YouTube and places like that. People are very real and organic, and I think it is sort of making a bit of a return to that. But I would definitely say that there is pressure. There is that feeling of expectations, and I totally get it. If you are afraid to show up on video or you don't feel super confident, I don't want you to think that your fears are unworthy or that they're not justified because they definitely are. And I feel the same way. It is hard to show up on video. It's hard to show your face because 
you know, it's just nerve wracking because everybody's going to see you. And then there's so much more to it. I mean, audio recording, like on a podcast is one thing, but video recording where you've got gestures, we've got eye contact, we've got what you're wearing, your background, the lighting, there is so much to it. So I can see how it could be very overwhelming and also very nerve wracking, but I want to give you guys all of the things that I do to prepare for going on video, how I make myself look and feel my best, and then how I present on video as well so that you guys can hopefully get a little bit more confidence and be able to get out there and be on video. So in this episode, we're going to talk about some of the common challenges that a lot of people face when it comes to showing up on video. I'm also going to share with you the reasons why you should show up on video and why it's really helpful to grow your business. And then I'm also going to share some of my practical tips for what I do to prepare and some of the tech side of things. So let's get into the episode. So first off, I want to talk about some of the common challenges that people face when it comes to showing their face on video. So the first one and probably the most obvious one is the fear of being judged. So one of the most things that people say to me when they say that they're afraid to show up on video is what are people going to think? What are people going to perceive them as? And this can be concerns such as their appearance, their voice, the way they come across on camera. And that is totally a natural concern and totally validated. But if you think back to the last time that you watched a video and you saw someone on screen, were you looking at them and judging their appearance or judging maybe a hair that was out of place or a small pimple they had on their face or something like that or some word they said wrong or or, or the mistakes that they made, you most likely weren't looking at those things or judging those things. You were probably looking at them and listening to the message that they were trying to convey. And you probably weren't even thinking about all of those things that we as humans tend to focus on when it's ourselves on video. So think about that when you're watching videos, pay attention to what you notice in the videos. And it's probably not going to be how bad someone looks or how bad they sound, you're probably going to be focusing on the message that they are sending and you're not going to be even worried about those small little finer details. Second thing that can stop people from getting on video is being a perfectionist. And I am definitely guilty of this myself. I will not get on video if I don't have my hair and makeup done and I like everything to be really perfect. And it is something that I am working on. I'm trying to get on video a little bit more often on the days where maybe I haven't done my hair and makeup and I'm not just going to go get all glammed up to do a, you know, 10 minute Instagram story or a 10 minutes, probably more like a five minute story. I'm not going to go to all that effort to get glammed up. So I'll just whack a filter on and I look okay. So I am working on that myself, not being such a perfectionist, but that is definitely something that can hold you back from wanting to get on video or just thinking that it needs to be so perfect. That also ties into not being good enough. This is kind of a offshoot of imposter syndrome where you sometimes feel that you're not knowledgeable enough or you're not experienced enough or you're not interesting enough for people to watch you. But I want you guys to remember that everybody is unique. You are unique. 
the next person is unique. I'm unique. We all have our own things that we can share with our audience. And we're also going to resonate with different people. So I don't want you to be focusing on the fact that maybe you feel like you're not good enough, or you feel like you're not an expert in your field or any of those feelings that might come up and think about the fact that you are unique. You are who you are and there is nobody else out there like you, and you have something to share with the world and you should share it. It's not about those feelings of imposter syndrome. It needs to be about sharing your message and knowing that you are unique and you are worthy. Another part of this can be the technical overwhelm. So having good lighting, having good audio for videos is very important. If you don't have good lighting and you don't have good audio, there's a good chance people are going to turn off pretty quickly because they they don't want to struggle to hear what you have to saying or struggle to see you if the lighting's not good. So this is something that is important, but not something that should overwhelm you and stop you from actually recording the videos. In this day and age, it is so easy to record just with an iPhone. Um, I have got a very basic setup for my podcast. I just have a microphone. It's plugged into my computer and then I do record my podcast as well. And I just use my iPhone and that's it. And I do actually have some lighting. Sorry, I do have some lighting as well. I ordered some lights on Amazon that shine onto my face. Um, If you don't want to invest in lighting, you can definitely just sit in front of a open window. That is amazing for creating really nice natural light. So you don't need to invest in expensive lights and go crazy. But if you do want to invest in something, you can get some really good cheap lights on Amazon that you can set up. So when you record, you have really nice, good lighting and it makes it a lot easier. You don't need to have a full studio production or anything crazy to get on video. It can definitely be very simple. And I would recommend keeping it simple, especially when you're first starting out. Another thing that might also be holding you back is the fear that you're not acting natural when you're on video or that it sounds too scripted or it sounds like it's not authentic and really coming from you. And something I would say with this is that you get better with time. You get better with practice, like anything practice makes perfect. And the more you speak on video, the more you will be more confident and you will find your own style of speaking and your own way of being and your own hand gestures and your own movements and everything like that. You just have to stick at it and keep practicing and you will get better. Nobody who puts a video out for the very first time is ever going to be perfect. It's never going to be amazing. I mean, if it is like props to you, but most people start somewhere and it's not always the best, but it doesn't matter if it's not perfect or it's not maybe as natural as you would like it to be because you will get better over time. You just have to keep at it. So now that I've explained some of the things that might be potentially holding you back, I want to talk about why it's so important to be on video, because if you have a business, you may be feeling like you don't need to be on video or you can let other people be on video for you, or you can just be kind of like a faceless brand. But to be honest, in today's day and age, the digital marketing age, being on video and showing that human side of you is more important than ever. So I'm sorry to break it to you, but you're just going to have to get on video. If you're a business owner, it's just what you're going to have to do in order to grow your business. A great thing about getting on video and showing people your face is that it humanizes your brand. It takes it from being this cold, you know, faceless, humanless thing to a actual human and actual personal connection. And this is really important too. again, in this day and age where AI is becoming so popular and we are becoming less social, we are going out less, we're seeing people less, we're at home a lot more, 
People are really craving that human connection and just that visual of seeing another human being and being able to connect with them. And doing that through video is a perfect way to connect with your ideal customer, with your audience, just to make them feel, I guess, connected to you and for them to just see that you're a real person and you have real feelings, you have real thoughts. You're not just this faceless brand. I don't even need to tell you guys this. I'm sure you already know, but you will get far greater engagement on videos and far greater reach on videos than if you were to just do text or static posts. Unfortunately, again, this is the world that we live in, especially platforms like Instagram and TikTok. They really value video and they are really pushing video out to wider audiences. So if you want to stay ahead of the trends and you want to, you know, get a wider audience, you are going to have to go on video. It is the best way to gain more customers and to gain a wider reach. Something I do with my podcast, which I am doing as we speak, is I am recording my podcast and then I chop those videos up into small little bite-sized pieces. So I record my whole podcast, which is normally 30 to 40 minutes, and then I take the key parts of the podcast and I turn them into small videos that I use for my Instagram. And I find this is a huge time saver. My full system actually is my podcast producer. She actually does the editing for me. So she edits the videos for me. And then my virtual assistant goes and puts them into an app called plan, which is what I use to plan out all of my social media posts. She will write the captions for me as well. And she will schedule them in there. And then I will manually post them. I like to post them manually because it is a little bit better for the algorithm. If you are posting your videos yourself, but I will go in, I will add captions to the videos. I'll add music. I'll tweak the actual caption of the post to make it sound a little bit more like me, just to make sure it's in my language and the way that I would speak. And then I post it. And this is a huge time saver. It means I'm able to post reels multiple times a week. And it's all from the one 30 to 40 minute recording that I've done for my podcast. This has been a massive time saver. So if you do have a podcast or a YouTube channel and you want to maximize the views and maximize what you're putting out there, you can definitely clip it up into smaller pieces and use it on your socials. This is again, huge time saver. It's also interesting to note as well that video performs higher in SEO searches. I don't know if you've noticed this, but lately when you search for something on Google, generally there will be a few videos that will pop up before any text or any links to any website. So having video is actually going to rank higher on search engines and it's going to put your videos to the top much further than having a blog post or having some kind of text on your website. It'll actually get you in front of the right people a lot faster. And lastly, being on video helps to foster a sense of community because you're actually showing your face. You're showing that you're a real human and you're connecting with others in your audience. It really helps to build that sense of community and that bond between yourself and your clients and attract the right clients into your socials and into your world. And I also want you guys to know video is not just a trend. This is not something that is just here now and it's going to be gone tomorrow. This is something that is going to be around for a very long time. So you better get used to it because it's not going anywhere. That's why the sooner that you can get comfortable being on video and utilizing your skills, the better, because it's not going to be going anywhere. It's not going to change. So you're just going to have to get used to it. So next up, I want to talk about building confidence being on video. I'm going to talk about some mindset shifts that you might need to make in order to get a little bit more confident and get yourself in front of the camera. 
So a part of this is really reprogramming those internal thoughts and those internal barriers that you might have towards being on video. As I said earlier, I really want you to acknowledge your fears and concerns. I don't want you to think that they are silly or that you should just dismiss them because they are a real feeling and it is a real thought when you are thinking about being on video. It can be very intimidating. Being on video is very similar to public speaking and public speaking, whilst that might be a little bit more intense, is listed as one of the highest fears that people have in life which is so crazy and getting on video and putting yourself out there on social media is quite similar. So if you do have this fear, you're not the only one and it's definitely a rational fear. Do not think that it is irrational, but at the same time, we do have to work through these fears. We can't let the fear of being on video or showing up online completely overwhelm us to the point where we don't take any action and we just sit back and say, no, it's okay. I don't need to do that. We need to work through these fears. In a fast-paced world, time is everything. And for busy business owners like you, efficiency is key. That's why I use Flowdesk, the ultimate email building platform designed to save you time and skyrocket your business success. With Flowdesk, creating stunning emails is a breeze. Say goodbye to complicated interfaces and coding. Flowdesk's user-friendly editor empowers you to design captivating emails in minutes. They also have amazing automations which help you to save time and money. If you've ever gotten an email from me, you would have seen the beautiful design as I use Flowdesk for all my emails. Flowdesk offers a vast collection of templates crafted to match your brand's unique style. If you are interested in trying Flowdesk on a free trial, you can go to shakirajade.com forward slash Flowdesk to find out more or use my code shakirajade at checkout to save 50% off your first year. Join myself and thousands of other entrepreneurs who use and trust Flowdesk. So the first thing you want to do is do some self-reflection and think about what specifically worries you about being on video. Is it the fear of judgment? Is it because of technical challenges? Is it because you worry about how you're going to look or how you're going to sound? And you could even do this as a journaling exercise and write it down and write out whatever your fears are and then look at those things and think, okay, these fears are common, but am I maybe exaggerating how I feel? Am I maybe putting too much emphasis on these thoughts and not actually thinking about the fact that I could really help a lot of people? I could really spread my message a lot further if I could work through these fears. And this is where a focus on the purpose and the value of what you can bring needs to trump those fears that you might have. If you can shift your focus from yourself and how you look and how you sound and how you feel to your audience and who you're actually going to be able to help with your videos, that is going to be an absolute game changer. Think about the value that you're providing your audience from your content. Think about how much they're going to gain from the content that you're putting out and think about that when you're recording. That is something I do. I think about my ideal customer. I put her right in front of me and I pretend that I'm just speaking to her, that I'm just telling her what I would do in a certain situation or I'm giving her my best pieces of advice that she needs to know. And this is so helpful in order to grow your audience because you are just talking to one person. You don't need to make it seem or you don't need to let it feel like you're talking to a hundred or thousands of people. Just talk to one person and your ideal customer ideally is who you want to be speaking to. And that helps with a lot of overwhelm. 
You also want to remind yourself of your larger, longer term goals. So these might be things like growing your business, building your community, connecting with your community. It might be helping people. You want to think about these long term goals that you have and how creating video and spreading your message is going to help you get closer to those long term goals. You want to also embrace a growth and learning mindset when it comes to showing up on video, because like I said before, no one is going to be perfect the first time they get on, but you will get better over time. So if you just look at it as I'm going to get on there, I'm going to do my very best. And then the next video I do, I'm just going to be 1% better. I'm just going to be a little bit better on the next video. I'm going to be a little bit more prepared. This is going to feel a little bit more comfortable. And then by the next video, it's going to get even better and so on and so on. And before you even know it, it will be so much easier to just jump on video and say whatever you need to say. It is going to get a thousand times easier. I guarantee you. And I also want you to acknowledge your progress and celebrate the small wins along the way. If you start doing video and you notice that you have a video that gets more views than some of your other ones, celebrate that. Be excited about that. That is exciting. It means that you've done something that is resonating with your audience. And that means your video is getting spread further. Your message is getting spread further and that's exciting. So definitely remember to celebrate those small wins along the way. Even if you don't feel like your videos are perfect or they're not really where you want them to be, don't neglect the fact that there are going to be milestones and wins along the way. And you want to make sure you celebrate them. I also want to talk about practicing and preparing. So one of the things I used to do was I would practice what I was going to say before I would record my video. Of course, you can just start recording and you can record over and over and over again until you get it right. But I always like to practice before I started. I don't do this anymore because I feel pretty confident with what I'm going to say. But practicing when you are first beginning is a really good way to just get more confident see how you look, see how you sound, record it back to yourself or watch it back, I should say, so that you can hear what you sound like, so you can see what your hand movements are like. And then that's going to help you kind of tweak things a little bit to create a better video. You might be realizing you're not looking at the screen the whole time or your eyes are wandering. This is something I used to do. My eyes would wander all over the place when I was talking or I'd be thinking and I'd be looking up and thinking and I wasn't looking directly at the camera. So I've worked on looking directly at the camera, looking straight down that barrel and making sure that my attention is focused in that direction and I'm not wandering my eyes all over the place. You also want to be well prepared with what you're going to say. So it's good to have either like a little script in mind or some bullet points so that you can stay on track for what you want to say on the video. And I'm also going to throw something else out there, which is kind of wild. But if you really want to challenge yourself, I would suggest going live on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook. Going live is terrifying. I'm not going to lie. I still get butterflies in my stomach every time I go to do it, but it's actually one of the best ways to practice being on video because once it's live, you you know, you've got to talk, you've got to just go with the flow. There is no editing. There's no backtracking. It's completely live, but it's such a good way to challenge yourself. And it's a really good way to practice being on video. It's almost like, because it's so scary Once you've done it the first time, it's a little bit addictive because you get such an adrenaline rush and it's like scary, but it's exciting all at the same time. And then when you're done, it feels really good. So try doing a live video. I know that's like quite a big challenge if you've never done one before, or if you're not even comfortable being on video, but honestly, what's the worst thing that can happen? You just end the live video if you need to, but it's, it's seriously, it's a lot of fun and it's challenging and it 
is a really good way to practice the public speaking and just to get more comfortable on video. It's also one of the best ways to get promoted on Instagram. I'm sure you guys know the little live always goes to the front of people's feeds. So if you are doing live videos, you're going to be at the very front of the feed and they're more likely to see you. So it's actually a great way to get a wider reach with your audience. Another thing I like to do is look at others who are really good on video and try to kind of emulate them. So I'll look at others for inspiration, people who I think are really good public speakers. I'll look at the words that they use. I'll look at their gestures, what they're doing with their hands, what they're doing with their face, even their tone and the way they speak. I try to kind of, I don't want to say copy because that sounds bad, but I try to resonate with them and I try to sort of make my voice sound the way their voice sounds or use the same words that they use. Because if I'm really looking up to them and I really want to gain inspiration from people, I think looking at how others are doing it, what little things they're doing to make their videos great is a really good way to learn and grow. And if you're really worried about video and you are not sure if you look good, if you sound good, if your message is coming across, you can always send it to a trusted friend or someone that you know will give you some nice, honest feedback and ask them what they think of your video. This is really good, especially when you're starting out. If you're a little bit unsure or you're not quite ready to post that video, send it to someone that you know and trust and ask for their honest feedback. And then maybe you might need to re-record it, or maybe they'll say it sounds amazing and it's great to post. If you need that extra reassurance, don't be afraid to ask for it. And the biggest thing to remember is just to be yourself. Everybody loves authenticity. They love seeing people's real personalities shine through. So just remember to be yourself when you are recording. You don't want to be so stringent and stiff and uncomfortable that it doesn't seem like you or it's not real. So try to be yourself. And that will definitely, again, come over time. You'll be able to show your personality more over time. But being yourself is one of the best tips I can give you. So now I just want to talk about a few little practical tips that I have for being on camera. So as I mentioned before, practice and rehearsal is one of the best things that you can do. Writing out a small script or writing out some bullet points before you begin and then practicing them either on video or just practicing them out loud is going to be a really good way to prepare yourself for being on the actual video and for actually doing the recording. You want to also choose content that you know you're really confident speaking about. You don't want to go in with something that you're a little bit unsure about or it's not something you're very passionate about. Start off with your most passionate subjects or the things that you feel most confident talking about and then you can expand into other areas a little bit later. But that's going to help a lot with your delivery and just with feeling comfortable on camera. I also want to talk about body language and eye contact. As I said before, I used to dart all over the place with my eyes in my videos, and now I look straight at the camera. And I also try to use my hands to gesture. I know you can't see me on the podcast, but I'm using my hands right now. So I like to use my hands to gesture in my videos to explain what I'm talking about, to add emphasis to what I'm saying and paying attention to your body language and your eye contact are two really important things to make a successful video. You want to make sure even with your voice that you're speaking clearly, that you're not mumbling your words, that you're not rushing too much. I think a lot of people make videos feeling like they've got to rush through them and they've got to speak so quickly to keep people excited and engaged. But if you're speaking so fast that people can't even understand what you're saying, you're going to lose people immediately. So slow down, speak clearly, make sure that you're not making any mistakes, try to get it out in you know, one go without making any mistakes, because that is going to overall 
add to the video and make everything feel a lot more cleaner and a lot easier for people to listen to. You also want to use your voice to emphasize key points. So the way that I just did that then I said emphasize key points. You want to kind of change the tone and the pitch of your voice to emphasize the points that you really want to get across to your customers. Because if you are just flat speaking the whole time and you're just like this monotone and nothing ever really changes and it sounds really boring, it's hard for me to even do a monotone voice, but it will definitely bore your customers. So you want to have a little bit of modulation in your voice where it's kind of changing and you're really emphasizing those key points. I also want to talk about preparing for being on video. So as I said earlier, I like to do my hair and my makeup and I like to look good on video. I could show up with no makeup. I could show up just in my tracksuit pants, but I feel better when I have my hair and my makeup done. I feel more confident. So if that makes you feel good, if getting dressed up, doing your hair and makeup, or if you're a guy just getting dressed up, shaving, looking all nice and clean. If that makes you feel better, then do it. I think do whatever's going to make you feel best. If you don't really care and it doesn't bother you, then don't put any effort in and show up however you want to show up. But for me personally, I just feel better when my hair and makeup is done. I feel like I'm presenting well and makes me feel good. I also feel like it's in line with my brand because my brand is like glamorous and high end CEO businesswoman type vibes. And I just feel like getting dressed up and putting that effort in is showing my clients that I am prepared to put that level of effort into my presentation, which means I'm also prepared to put that level of effort into being a great business coach and helping my clients. So that's how it translates for me and my brand. I feel like the effort is rewarded with the best clients. So Do whatever makes you feel good. Do whatever feels right to you. But for me, I just feel like it does help. When you're speaking to your audience as well, you want to use words like you and your. So you're actually speaking to someone specifically. So rather than using generalized statements like them or they or we or us, you want to try to be very specific. Again, like I said, you're just talking to one person. You want to visualize one person that you're speaking to. And this will definitely help. Then you'll start speaking to them like, hey, how are you? What are you doing? You know, I've got some information for you and you'll come across like you're actually speaking to that one person and it's going to sound a lot less vague and it's also going to be a lot easier for people to listen to and connect with. From a technical perspective, I just want you guys to keep it really simple, especially when you're getting started. So pull out your iPhone or whatever kind of camera phone you have. You don't need a professional camera. You can just use your phone. Setting up in front of a really nice, well-lit window is going to be a great spot to do content. And just making sure your background isn't too crowded or too crazy. We don't want to have like a million things going on in the background where it takes away from you as the speaker. So even just a plain white wall is completely fine or something nice and simple so that it's going to be easy for people to focus on you and not focus on what's going on in the background. And then for audio, I think audio is really important as well. So if you are using your iPhone and depending on where you're recording, if it's going to be a little bit further away from you, then I would definitely recommend investing in a mic. I actually got some really great little mics on Amazon. They're about $60 for a set of two and they just plug straight into your phone and you can clip it onto your shirt And they honestly elevate the audio in the video so much more. So I would definitely recommend if you are starting to do a little bit of video, 
just get yourself some little mics that you can clip on and it's going to make the sound so much better. It's going to make it way easier for people to listen to you and it's just really going to elevate your videos. And then of course, I also have some lighting as well. So I have two lighting panels, which are LED panels. They are probably about 30 centimeters by 10 centimeters, I would say. And I've actually got them set up on my desk where I'm sitting right now and they are on some stands and they're just there all the time. So I set up my office with these two lights so that I could just quickly jump on, do recordings, and it wasn't going to be this big ordeal because I do do a lot of video for my business. I didn't want to have to set the lights up and plug them in and make it a big ordeal every single time I wanted to get on video. So I just have this set up. I also have a little mini ring light that I use as well. It's like a small ring light and it has a phone clip in the middle, which I can just clip my phone onto. And if I don't want to even turn the big lights on, I can just use the ring light to make my videos look that little bit more professional with that nice light coming in. Before I had any of this lighting though, I just used to go and sit in front of the window and I would record my videos during the day just with that natural light coming straight onto me. So depending on where you're at in your journey, if you are just starting, keep it simple, just get out there and get it done. But if you are doing a little bit more video and you're a bit more advanced, then I would definitely recommend investing in some mics and some lighting. So overall, being on video, it can be a little bit scary at first, I know, but I hope this episode helped you guys have a little bit more confidence to get out there, put yourself out there and just show up on video. And I know it can be frustrating at times because, you know, when you're running a business, you can be so busy, you can have so many different things going on. The last thing you sometimes feel like doing is getting on video and showing your face. But in this day and age, it really is a way to connect with people, to have that human connection, to build your brand, to build your audience and widen your customer base. So it really is essential. And I really hope you guys get out there and just kill it being on video. So for this week's favorite things, I want to talk about a book that I have been reading that I've absolutely been loving. It's called Why Has Nobody Told Me This? And it's a great book. It is a it's kind of like a self-development book, but it's from a perspective of strategies they use in therapy. I don't know if strategies is the right word. That's a business word. I don't know if they use that in therapy, but it's basically tools that they use to help people in therapy. And it's things like how to reframe your mind, how to reframe your thoughts. And there's so many good little points in there. I love reading, obviously, as you guys know, I'm always talking about different books, different business books, but this one in particular is more about psychology and helping you to be better and helping you to kind of do therapy on your own. It's amazing. And it's not a replacement for therapy, of course, but it's definitely an addition to your toolkit that you can use. Um, highly recommend the book. I'm absolutely loving it. I'm gaining so many good little tips from it. So the book is called Why Has Nobody Told Me This Before? And it's by Dr. Julie Smith. And yeah, I think you guys will really like it. If you're into psychology, if you're into how the brain works and you want to improve some of your psychology, it's an amazing book. It's really easy to read as well, which is what I love about it. It's very easy. It's got big writing and it's just in small chapters. So it's easy to just read a couple of chapters or read one chapter and digest the information. So definitely go ahead and grab that. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and I'll be back here with you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If you enjoyed it or got some value from it, 
please share it with a friend who you think might like it also. If you're feeling extra generous, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me to reach more people and spread my message to those who need it the most when growing their business. Thanks once again, and I'll see you here next week.